right, so we are back once again. JD, how are you today? Good, man. Good. You're feeling all right? Everything's good. Yeah, what's going on? Um, What is today? Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday morning in L.A. Just started the new year. Man, just grinding away. You know how we do. I know. I know. Well, this is a special one for me today. Uh, As our audience, I think they know, uh, I spent some time in Tucson growing up. Uh, the Arizona Wildcats were a big deal for me, and uh, I'm sitting here with Arizona legend Parker. <laughs> yes, you. Oh, come on, Parker Jackson uh, Cartwright. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank yeah. you for having me on, man. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. So, first question for you, right at, right off the bat: Are you a Lakers? Or are you a Clippers guy? Because you grew up here in LA. Oh yeah. So do yeah. do you do you feel like you're more of a Lakers or a Clippers guy? I'm big on the Lakers. Like, as of recent, like a couple years, I've been like Lakers. I used to be a Phoenix Suns fan. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm big on Lakers. My big brother loves the Clippers, so it's like, so it's a little rivalry in the family and in and on the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and is that because was was that the Luke Walton connection or what's going on? Why why the Lakers uh, the last few years? Well, I'm a big uh, Bron fan, yeah. so it's like, you know. He's he's in L.A. I'm from L.A. So I'm riding with the Lakers. You're with the Lakers now. Yeah. Uh, does do do you feel like the Arizona stuff? Does it it does it feel like a fraternity, like a, like a family? Like you feel any connection to those guys, or or do you feel like it's like man, those are like old stories? No, I mean it's uh the Arizona community in general. I think is like is big. It's a big family, especially the basketball community, because like we're the only thing in Tucson. And there's a lot of L.A. guys that went to Arizona, you know, like Miles Simon. Yeah. He was my coach. And Miles is on the Lakers right now as a, as a coach. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all definitely close, you know, in, in terms of, like, when we see each other, it's like Bear Down, Arizona, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, no no impact, though, on, on your Lakers Clippers. No, nah. not at all. Nah. No. You feel that way too, JD? Is it is it the same thing? Do you look at those old Michigan guys like and you're like you talk about Jawan Howard and all these guys? That does it feel like old news or does it feel like no, this is part of the family? Uh I don't know. It's kind of different. Like it's two different eras, you know. Those guys, that Fab Five era is much different than the Beeline era. So That's of true. Of course it has, you know, of course you got pride when you see those guys, but I don't know. Like I, I, I feel that way when I see like the current guys. When I see Trey. When I see Glenn. I was with Glenn Robinson last night. Uh, Tim, like my teammates, you know. Yeah. But um, you know how the Michigan stuff got all messy. Those guys wasn't around for a long time. Yeah, like, true. I feel connection just because I'm like a hoop fanatic. Like, damn, that's Jawan. That's Jalen. Like, yeah. But I wouldn't say like alma mater wise, it's like that. Man, so you're hanging out with Glenn Robinson? How's Glenn? He's doing good. Yeah. Glenn's making music, man. He oh, really? Was, he was in the studio last night. He's, he's pretty good, too. Oh, wow. Wow. So, Parker, I think you're an incredible story. Uh, it seems like, you know, the Chance Bending Podcast, we're all about this idea of uh, making your own way, creating your own path. And it seems like your whole life you fought against obstacles. You're not the tallest man on the court. Tell us your story a little bit. Tell us how, like, like walk us through uh, how you got to be where you are today. Just give us a little bit of the the story. Yeah, it, it definitely hasn't been easy. You know, uh, 
I just think people big are big on the eye test. You know, like, okay, we get a look at him. Um, you know, they just, they kind of judge you on, you know, your perception and how you look. And I've kind of gotten that my whole career, my whole life. Um, just starting out really young, always having to play against bigger kids and play up and older kids. And uh, I just think from day one, people, you know, wanted to count me out and kind of write me off. Um, how did how did you deal with that at a young age? That must have been so frustrating. Right. But, you know, I have, I have a really good support system and always have. You know, my dad was really active in my life and my basketball career. So uh, I kind of just always had, you know, examples and experiences to learn from. Yeah. So so was it a, a thing where you decided to, like, just put it out on the court? You're like, man, I'm just going to show people. and Right. I mean, I always yeah. I always thought I was good enough, you know, and I always played bigger than I was. You know, I've never weighed more than 160 pounds and I'm 5'8". So. I've always just had a chip on my shoulder. I think you were listed at 170, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was generous. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, what does it feel like in Los Angeles? Uh, you know, I followed your career in high school. Um, what, what does it feel like to be like an L.A. Uh, basketball, high school basketball legend, I feel like? I feel like, you, you know, you're really well known in this area. Mm. Um, a lot of people are looking up to you, always watching what you're doing. What's it like to be to be part of that circuit? It, it's special. Um, you know, the LA basketball is, is a is a is a good place. You know, for just talent. You know, a lot of talent comes through here, and a lot of competition. So, um, you know, I, I've always had good people around me, and good coaches, and good teammates. So, just playing here and growing up here was really special for me. So, uh, um, I, you know, I think one of the things that people know sort of most about you is this documentary, right, right. At, at all costs. Mm. Did you have any idea that this thing would be as popular as, it, as it's been? Man, like, just thinking about that, what you just said is, is crazy. I did not, you know, like when we did it at the time, it was just like really raw, you know, just... The, the crew just following me and my dad around, um, just filming us on things. I never thought people would, you know, respect that. Did it, did it seem like a big deal at the time? Like, how did these kids, I assume they're kids that came in, young guys came mm -hmm. in, they probably pitched you on a story. Tell us how that comes together. I just think it, it just has to start with somebody believing in you, you know, um, Somebody just wanted to, you know, take a chance on you. And that's all it takes nowadays. And, you know, when we did that film, it was just, you know, it was a, it was me. You know, it was no acting. All the footage was raw, you know, one take kind of stuff. And, you know, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I probably represent the 1% that didn't know anything about that until like two days ago. Mm -hmm. Remember, we was all hanging out. Scoop was like, you a kid from the documentary, right? Yeah. And then I like. I don't think you realize, but I like leaned over to school like, what you talking about? Yeah. So he told me, and then I went and, and looked it up on Netflix two mm -hmm. days ago, and I watched it, and uh, I came back to Ben. I'm like, did you know about this? He's like, you didn't know about this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, it was really dope. I liked it, but one question I had, like, when was that, 2013, 14? It was... We started filming maybe like 2012. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it tracks you for like two years or something like right, that. Right. Okay. So 
around that time, you know, content was was big. You know, it was I think it was booming. It was trending upward, but to see where it is now in 2019, like content is everything. You know, it's mm -hmm. a new documentary, new whatever dropping every day. Did you think at the time, like, like looking at a kid that experienced that? What was that? Uh, six, seven years ago, mm -hmm. to see where content is now. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's got to be yeah. crazy for you. Like, you didn't even know what you were doing at the time, you know? No. I feel mm -hmm. like when Netflix, you know, like three or four years ago, Netflix had a lot of stuff, but it didn't, didn't have as much as it does today. No. And, like, your face was right there on everyone's Netflix. Yeah. And so I feel like it, at all costs probably got seen more than any other sports documentary. Maybe not any other one, but – it had to be super popular. Do you find that? Do you feel like that's the case? Have you heard that to be the case? Yeah, I have. I mean, I I can just go off and, you know, base it off of the love and support I've been receiving, you know, on Instagram. And I mean, I'll just be out walking. You know, I was in San Diego um, with my girlfriend and we were, you know, we were out, you know, just on the streets. I don't, I haven't been to San Diego, you know. And some kid was just like, man, I saw the documentary. Like, just how, I couldn't even, you know, I was amazed by how he even realized I was there. It was nighttime. So it, it's it's been really cool, man. It's it's so wild to me that something did you feel like the documentary was gonna be a big deal when it was shot? No. 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 Yeah. That something no. that's small, right? Like a, a cool project just turns into something really, really big. Right. Yeah. Do you have any interest in continuing? Like not even necessarily like and all car, at all car support too, but just like anything, documentary, film, Netflix type business, like do you have interest in that now that you have experience with it? Definitely, because I've already, you know, let a large following into my life this far. And I feel like so many people know about me and I would think, you know, to do something to continue on that, some some kind of sorts would be, uh, it would be nice. Yeah, it's, it's uh, does it feel strange to have so many people know the story? Not at all, yeah. not at all, because you know, the the group, the following that I want to reach, is is a big one, and I think they would like to know, you know, like a guy like me, how did he make it, you know, to such a big level? Yeah, yeah, and and how did um, how did your dad take everything? Did he like the film? Did he not like the film? Uh, he loved it. I he mean, loved you it, saw, yeah. you know how that's him, you know, yeah. every day. So. Uh, I think to also see that side from a parent's view is um, it's really special and you know it's really nice. Next time you come, you you gotta bring him, bro. He, oh, he would, yeah, yeah, he'd love. It. <laughs> he'd love it. Yeah, we have to have Ramon in the uh, in the studio. Uh -huh. Yeah, he loved that. Uh, yeah, no, it seems like to me it's such a springboard uh, today. I think we were talking about it over the weekend with Alonzo. Mm. Uh, attention is everything, right? And I think you grabbed hold of people's attention. And so, and you shared your story, and now I feel like people want to understand. I mean, that's why we're, we're talking with you now, is I think people want to continue and understand your story and mm -hmm. see where you go. What's, uh, what's life like right now? Uh, tell, tell, tell people what you're up to. Life is good. Life is good, man. Um, you, know, you know, when you graduate college, just everything in your life just changes, you know, because it's the first time where you just have to figure things out. And that's just kind of what I've been doing, just like figuring everything out. Does it feel like, does it feel strange not to be part of the Arizona family at this point? Is it still, does that feel like it's really over or like, you know, how, do, how does that feel at this moment? 
uh, it feels weird, um, like not being on the team, I'd say. But I feel like being active still in the community and just, you know, just the family, just being a part of it, I'll always be connected. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it must be weird that that first time you see them suit up and start to play this year and you're like, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not running this team? Yeah, it, it's definitely weird. It's definitely weird, for sure. So, uh, so with the Arizona team, do you feel like, um, you know, four years of Arizona basketball, mm -hmm. uh, do you feel like it's helped you, uh, get where you, you know, want to go? Do you feel like, uh, the experiences you had were, were beneficial? Definitely. And I wouldn't just, you know, you know, relate that all that to the basketball side of things. I think being a part of that program and, and going to that school has helped me tremendously in other parts in other areas of my life just by meeting people and networking and making all types of relationships yes um <clears throat> i feel like well i know you're a pioneer for like young athletes who have you know documented your life you got even before the era of even myself i'm 27 you 22 mm -hmm. 23 23 even a guy that's Older than us, um, Sebastian Telfair, he's obviously got a legendary documentary. But um, being a kid like that and seeing like everything going on today, you got the Ball family who's doing a lot of that type of stuff. And you know, it's a lot of kids that are into that. Like if, if, if someone like that, like a parent of one of those kids, one of those kids in particular are listening right now, mm -hmm. being a part of that, what would you advise? Like looking back six, seven years after doing that, like I know it's positive, like, you know what I'm saying? But like, right. what is your scope of just how you see that that trending right now? Uh, well, I would just say, you know, all, kid, all kids can, you know, can make it and be what they want to be. You know, I think sky's the limit really for anybody because, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm beating all the odds, you know, like phys physical appearance and, and all that types of things. So, I think with work ethic and just really just hard work, it, it can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, I you know I it just strikes me that uh, you know you you spent your whole life working. Are, are there ways that you approach um, your day and the work mm -hmm. you do? Like, do do you think about uh, training? Like, tell tell us what your days look like. I've always been very strategic. Um, and been good with like following a routine and you know every day every day is different uh, but it can bring it can bring us all different sets of challenges but i just think just taking every day like it is and, and approaching it and attacking it with a type of mindset like you're just going to attack the day and just hope positive things come from it i think it can really help you in every all parts of your life yeah i know we always i know we always hit on this JD, but I have to, t how, how did you handle all the criticism, you know, that you deal with, whether it was in high school, because there's so many people that follow high school basketball, whether it's Arizona, where I know, I, I mean, you know, you deal with so many haters. How do you deal with that? And how did you learn to deal with that? I just, I just learned from watching my older brother deal with things and, you know, my father and my mother, they just set good examples. Um, I'm very observant. So I just, I like to watch and observe other people, and just luckily for me, I've had um, good people to look from and look up to. 
and and what did they say to you? Did they did they tell you like don't listen? Like what what did they say? Like how did you get through that? I just think it's just who I am. You know, I'm very calm, um, just very level headed. You know, I don't let things get to me easily. I take everything with a grain of salt, man. I just you know, not everyone's gonna like you. They're gonna criticize you. You just got to keep moving. Just keep going yeah. forward. Yeah. Are you uh, are you active on social media? Yeah, I'm pretty active. So what's yeah. what's your game plan with social media? Do you like do you have do you like putting stuff out there? What do you put out there? What's what's your game? Um. Well, like we were talking the other day, Jordan, about you know perception, and it's just like, you know, I I I'll give the pe- you know people what I think I should put out there and what and what's appropriate and positive. You know, I'm not going to just put anything out there. You know, everything's about per- you know these days perception and and people are are watching every move you make. So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm active, but I'm careful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Yeah. What's uh? Are there any uh, social media uh, follows you have that you particularly like? Um, I'm not, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. What about what about <laughs> what about Arizona guys? Are, is there anyone you uh that you're looking at all the time? Like like playing wise, yeah, what? play with their social media. Oh, social are media. You, <laughs> like who? Which of these Arizona guys has has fire social media in your opinion? Is it Zoe? Is it DeAndre? Is it uh, some of the young, you know, older guys? Like, well, I'll just I go with some Arizona guys. I mean, Gilbert Reedens has to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> he's number one. Um, he's a he's a must follow. Oh yeah, yeah, he's funny man. But uh, and he's a Valley guy. Yeah, Grand High School. Yeah, so you guys definitely yeah. know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, did, kinda. Did he give you any advice? Um. Not, not really. I mean, like, I didn't really get to like meet him and really sit down with him. Um, I would have liked to though. I think it's funny Arizona. Like, they love celebrating all their players except for one. Yeah, and that's Gilbert. Reed. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> a- <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, he's a legend. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. And and have you been surprised? Um, you know, I, I met you the other night. We were hanging out with Alonzo Trier. Mm-hmm. Have you been amazed or surprised by his success um, so far? Did you see that coming? Yeah, definitely. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, he's my teammate. I've known Alonzo since we were 12. And, you know, kid, child, childhood phenom. But he's always just had that. You know, if you have it, that it is just like no matter what happens, like you're always going to get it. You know, and he's in a position where, you know, he can really thrive and he's doing just that. Yeah. Was it shocking to see like when we were talking about that dunk he had, I think, against Atlanta? Uh huh. Did you see that coming? Man, I like I said, I'm not surprised by anything he's doing. I'm really not. Like, I just sit back and, and I am amazed about, you know, all the success he's had early on with that dunk and other yeah. things. But um, it's really good to see. I'm really happy for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I think that it's uh, it must be crazy to see. Like, it just seems like it's so easy for things to go one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do do you do you see that with some of your guys? You must be friends with some some of the other Arizona guys over the last few years, where mm-hmm. you've seen some guys succeed, some guys not succeed. Yeah, I mean, just look at TJ, TJ yeah. McConnell, man. He's kind of just, you know, just made his way. 
just off of just with a chip, man. And how did how did he do that? Well, TJ TJ doesn't take a day off, a minute off. I mean, that guy, you know, outside the lines, he's a great guy. But you know, when he steps on the floor, it's just like it's me against you, you know. And you know, I'm gonna get the best of you because I'm playing hard all the time, all the time. Yeah, and you 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 played with him for two years, right? Just one. Oh, one year. One year. Yeah. What was that like? I learned a lot from him. You did? Yeah, like I said, I'm very observant. He just, you know, he kicked my butt every day. At first, were you pissed? <laughs> were you like, man, I, I'm Parker, man. I should be playing more. No, nah, like, no, no, definitely. I mean, you got, you know, I think the other thing is guys have to understand when you come into college, no matter how good you are coming from high school, you start from zero. You know, you know what I mean? You, you probably understand that, Jordan. I'm like, I'm no different. I was no different, so I just wanted to learn as much as I as I could, you know, in that short period of time, in that one year. Can you speak to that, JD? Absolutely. I mean, the fact that you had that mindset at eighteen, you was you was ahead of the game. I didn't have it at eighteen. That's why I transferred. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. I went down to South Florida. They were still a part of the Big East at the time, where that conference was still put together. Okay. That's the reason I went down there. I'm like, all right, we're gonna be playing against Connecticut, Syracuse, all these high-powered teams. I'm with like one of the lower-tier teams, but it's great weather down here, and you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be the man. Yeah. My first game, I probably played like 10 minutes. I was like, oh no, nah, I'm going back home. Looking back on it, I'm like, man. Every kid was going like it's maybe five kids in the country that's not going through that that were McDonald's All American that were promised they're gonna start and play twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. the majority, the ninety nine percent rest of the country, that's that's what all the kids are going through. You gotta earn your stripes and and do your thing. But yeah, I, I definitely relate to that. Does it feel, can you feel the the money on the court like during an Arizona practice where you're like, man, this guy thinks he's making this much money. This guy thinks he's making this much money. It's, is that a part of like being on a, on a team these days? I mean, I don't know, man. I try to, you know, let the people on the outside kind of judge that and make up their own stories. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you <laughs> must be sitting there playing with DeAndre Aiden being like, man, this dude, this dude, yeah. he like... I mean, you, you always know who the guys are. Yeah. You know, like I'm playing with De DeAndre Ayton. So I, you know that, but it's just like, if you're on a team, you know, you're a team. You're just that, man. You just yeah. gotta worry about being equal. I tell people all the time, like, I don't know. I've had a lot of basketball experiences, obviously, like from going to Pistons practices since I was a child to playing for the family. Um, during AAU, um, my high school, we were number four in the nation at one time. Um, South Florida and Michigan. Uh, my year I played in Germany against your brother. That's a funny story in itself. I told Parker the other day. So I played against Parker's uh, brother in Germany in 2016. And, you know, when you're overseas, you see another American, it's like a feeling of solitude like you say what's up give each other some dap a hug like <laughs> yeah we going through the same struggle so we always we saw each other a few times throughout the year and um that later on after that season that off season i came to la and i was training here working out and we just happened to run each other in the same gym like we saw each other like oh what's up bro so i'm not really thinking much of it like okay he must be from here 
So maybe a few months later, this might have been, this was in the summer. So in the fall, I happened to be an Arizona game on. I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, does he go to Arizona now? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they damn near like twins. So I'm like, you know, maybe, you know, sometimes overseas kids come, like Larry Marketing, you know what I'm saying? You can play professionally overseas and still come to college. So that's for a long time, that's who I thought it was. I'm like, he must have just went to Arizona. But then I kind of figured out the story. But uh, I was just saying a lot of different basketball experiences through, you know, all of those different mediums of basketball. And I tell people all the time, like, yeah, what you see on TV or see during games is incredible. But a lot of times what you see, like when you're just playing pickup and playing in practices, like through all of those different experiences, I've seen some crazy plays made. And it made me think of you when you were just talking to him about like all the different prospects and players that came through. Like I could only imagine some of the things you saw Zoe do in open gym. I could only imagine some of the things DeAndre, you know what I'm saying? Like that's when the magic happens. Like, so through your four or five years at Arizona, all those different pros, I know some special moments happen in those gyms. Absolutely, absolutely. And you must have just slayed people though, uh, yourself, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, practice is fun. Practice is fun, man. Cause it's a lot of playing. It's like you're playing against your teammates. And in my case, and I'm sure your case too, it's just like, there's a lot, you know, your teammates are really talented, you know? So you're going up against them and the best comes out of you when you're playing good people, so. Yeah, yeah. That's so dope. So, so what do you feel like? What tell us uh, a little bit about 2019 for you? What's what's coming up next? What's on the agenda? Uh, tell the people like what you know. I think they want more uh, Parker Jackson Cartwright. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you know, just stay involved, really. Yeah, you know, with basketball, working and out, working out, and you know, it's like. Playing in college wears, you know, wear and tear on your body. It's like four years, all those practices. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, I, we talk about it all the time. Just uh, conversations with my father and a lot of uh, people within the basketball world that, you know, from an older generation, like the, the kids of today, like the things that you guys are going through and shit. We went through it too in my era, like, you can see it in the documentary, you battle injuries. And a lot of times that's from overcompensation of just constantly always playing. Like if you look at a Greg Oden, his career ended because of that. Like by the time he got to the NBA, his, his body is shot. Like so many kids, you're not alone. Ben Simmons has to sit out a full year. Um, Joel Embiid had to sit like two years. Like so more and more throughout basketball when, when kids first enter the league or first of getting out of college, you know, they need a year or two for their bodies to recover just because college is so grueling. The AAU circuit is so grueling. Um, college is just getting longer, too. Yeah, I mean, Arizona started playing, like, in yeah. like end of October. It's so right. crazy. Yeah. It felt like it wasn't even November. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a grind. It's a grind, like, just the off-season alone. It's just like, it's, yeah. It can really wear on your body. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I went through it too uh, at Michigan. When I transferred to Michigan, I had two meniscus surgeries. Health was just shot at that point, you know, after a high school career, AAU career, all, all the different things. I think you should be like the king of content, bro. Like you're a pioneer in it. Like you was doing it when you was 15, 16 years old. 
Yeah. So you, um, I, I think you got a a different perspective on it because you actually know the business a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely, definitely. Yeah. You you are the future. I mean, we we always talk about it. We're like, man, living in front of the camera. This is what life is for everybody now mm-hmm. in 2019. And I feel like you were doing that before. Right. And uh, yeah, I think the best is yet to come. And I just. You know, when I mentioned my friends that I was going to be talking with you, they're like, oh, man, like they were treating you like Braun, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, yeah, I think you're just like, you're known. You're just really known that way. And that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very special thing. Right. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Man. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, all right. A couple of quick questions and we'll be out of here. Uh, do you despise UCLA? Oh, no. No. No, nah, man. No, I USC, mean- UCLA, no rivalry there, no. Well, growing up, I, I was, you know, UCLA, Ben Hallen, yeah, Final yeah. Fours. It's like, you grow up loving that, and I did. I always thought Jordan Farmer had a dope game. Oh, yeah. J, J- Farm, I mean, Russell, yeah. Aaron is just yeah. like, just the long, the list. So as an on. Arizona guy, you're not you're not bred to to not dislike UCLA at all? No. No. Oh, just like respect. Oh, respect. Yeah. Respect. Respect, man, for sure. Yeah. Thing you miss the most about uh arizona basketball and and leaving the program um i think just just being with the team just like being with my teammates you know just not on the court but off the court too we had a lot of good times yeah it was really fun yeah it seemed like uh you and uh dusan deuce yeah like you guys were buddies and yeah yeah i made a lot of good friendships good times yeah. yeah Um, favorite favorite NBA player right now? Like who who are you watching? Like when you turn turn on the TV to watch hoops, like what are you what are you turning in for right now? Tuning in for? You know, I I like I like all the you know all the stars. You know, James Harden. Um, I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. Yeah, yeah. I really like him because he's not. You know what I mean? Like he's not big, but like he's. He's just really good. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's just really fun to watch, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a great call. I agree. I'm a big damn guy. Yeah, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. He just just kind of flies under the radar, but he's killing guys. He's killing guys. Yeah, always always underestimated up there in Portland. I would say definitely. And Portland's always good. That's the weird part. They're always like a good team, and then yeah. people are surprised. They're like, oh wow, yeah, just solid. Yeah, just solid man. Yeah. Um. Cool. If is there anywhere uh, our audience can go follow you on social media? Yeah, uh, PG Mino Zero. That's my Instagram. So How you do you follow. spell that? You definitely spell P G M I N O Zero. Go follow me on there, um, and I'm Unruly Mino on Twitter. Unruly Mino Zero. You might have to check that. I'm, I don't even really know. Is there is there a story behind that? Um, I was just going to ask you, what does Mino mean? Okay, so in college, it was it was funny. Like, after a game, because, um, you know, after the game, you come back to the tunnel and you meet, yeah. you know, see fans and your parents or whatever. Um, you know, these two ladies were like, you know, you move so fast. You get you, <laughs> through the people. You, you're like a Mino. You know, you're like a little minnow. And I'm like, wow, what is what is that? You know, so I did some research and it's like, you know, a little fish, you know, like one of those fishes that, you know, are really fast. So like, oh, well, that was pretty cool. And it just like, it just <laughs> stuck with me, man. It yeah. just stuck. 
So ever since then. That's like the best nicknames. Like they're like a little bit you like it, a little bit you hate it, and like yeah. it's weirdly accurate. You right. know what I mean? Like those are the best nicknames. Exactly. Yeah. So shout out, shout out those ladies, man. That's really cool. <laughs> 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 uh, well, we'll have to have you back. Mm-hmm. Next time we'll bring on Ramon as well. Oh, he would, man. When I tell him, he'll be. Oh, man, I'll be so psyched to talk to him because we'd really love to dig in more on the media side, yeah. understand, you know, because this is, we're an entrepreneur podcast. We want to better understand how the best athletes, entrepreneurs are figuring out media and figuring out the game mm-hmm. online, so to speak, the real game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to have you back. So. Well, thank you for cool. having me, man. This is cool. Appreciate yeah. this, bro. <laughs> Oh,